Adam's recovering and he has all his memories back. Ray and Sharon are moving in together and Arturo and Mia are finally leaving the show. Stay tuned for this week's Restless Rap. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Everybody, I'm Rachel Goodman here with another week of Restless Rap. We have had everything and nothing happening, it feels like, this week. That's all I have to say. We feel like we're ramping up for something really big. It's not a mistake. It's not a coincidence that Adam is back on the show and that there are some major things about to go down. We've been talking in the live chat. Uh, I just want to say, a, give a big shout out to Demo, Hubby Joe, Susan Russo, Aaron Brody, Todd Beaton, Akeisha Jones. Um, let's see, Mary's in the chat. We have, I think that, uh, yeah, I think that that is everybody. We have been talking about Adam and what we think he's up to. That seems to be the biggest thing, the biggest topic of conversation this week is Adam. He's back. Is it really Adam? Well, yes, I would think, I would argue that it is really Adam based on how everyone's reacting to him. And it feels like he's already up to no good. Um, Nikisha Jones, I'm wondering about Adam. Demo, so over Nick trying to control Sharon, let her live her life. Aaron Brody, Adam is probably out to destroy everyone as usual, LOL. Uh, Aaron Brody, it's Monday for him. Uh, Demo, got, get shot. Get your memory back. That sounds like a Hallmark card. Todd Beaton, I like the new Adam. Hubby Joe, no more Mia and Arturo. Thank God. Aaron Brody, he's a little young looking uh, about Adam. Yeah. Uh, Demo, for a guy who got shot, Adam is recovering quite well, walking around and everything. And then Mary says, I'm upset with Lola. These two won't last. Yeah, I definitely agree about Lola and Kyle. It's, uh, we will get to them. Let's talk about Adam first and everything happening um, with him. Hubby Joe, I will leave. Just give me half a billion dollars and my son. So we all knew that that was going to happen. Um, let me just give a couple of more shout outs to people who posted on last week's video. And then we will dive right in. So Amy Williamson on our Facebook. Facebook group. So anyone who is not, um, or not Facebook page, I should say, not group. Anyone who is not like, who is not liking, who hasn't liked and followed at uh, Restless Rap yet, we always talk YNR there, and we also, I also post the links to the show. So go ahead on over to Facebook and like and follow that page. Um, Amy Williamson says, "Happy holiday weekend." There has been a lot of talk that Adam is really Gabe. I have no proof, but how interesting. Robert Pellin also says, just found your show. I've been watching YNR since the late 70s. I listen to the podcast and enjoy listening. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, Robert. Thanks for uh, liking and commenting on the Facebook page. Uh, we also had a couple of people commenting on last week's show. Hubby Joe says, wow, another high-energy show. Good job, ladies. The chat was off the hook. <laughs> yes. Look, Looking forward to next week. Um, then we have Mr. Rob K.S., who shot Adam? JR did! Too old a reference? Nope, I get it. And then for anyone else, this might be an old reference too, but for anyone who's wondering who shot JR, has anyone watched Soap with Billy Crystal? Because they did, they basically copied right off of that, and everyone was wondering who shot one of the main characters. So who shot JR? We don't know who shot Adam yet. I think that even Adam doesn't know, but it's hard to believe him. Um, Zach111 says, great recap show. And then we have Cynthia Chan 
Good show, ladies. Happy third anniversary. I don't trust Adam or Chelsea. I was so surprised that she was in contact with Nick. Billy and Victoria are not going to be happy until he is honest with her about Summer. Yeah, Summer and also the money that he was going to lend to uh, Phyllis. Uh, Cynthia also says, blast from the past. Jack delivered Summer in an elevator when she was born, and he thought that Summer was his biological daughter. That's why she had to break things off with Kyle, because she thought he was his brother. Oh. (laughs) And that uh, brings us back to Adam well, kind of, not really. We were talking about Jack. We will get to Jack, too. He had some scenes this week that are worth mentioning. But first, Adam. So we we started off this week. Adam wakes up in the hospital. Victor's with him. Victoria has a scene with him. But instantly, when Adam wakes up, he looks at Victor and he goes, Dad? And the way he says it, I like it was very clear instantly that he had his memories back. He said Dad with recognition, not just to say it. And now um, Adam's like, hey, just like that, I have all of my memories back. Convenient. Or maybe it's too convenient. And Adam had his memories all along. We still don't know. There's a lot of questions. People don't trust Adam. I don't trust him. I mean, he seems like very, uh, the way that um, he's being played anyway by the actor, he seems very um, innocent in a way, but also innocent in a, um, like, trickster kind of way. So we don't know if, we know that he's up to no good. He clearly um, is now trying to blackmail um, uh, Victoria and Nick, kind of blackmail. Um, basically, I mean, <laughs> he just wants them to give him $500 million so that he can leave. And then he also wants, of course, Christian, which is the big moment of contention this week with the two of them because uh, Nick kept wondering if that was going to come up, if uh, Adam recognized Christian. Last time when we saw them together and Nick brought Christian in, it really did not seem like um, there was anything between Christian and Adam, but that was before Adam allegedly got his memories back. Now that he has them... It will. I'll be curious to see what it's going to look like to have Adam in the same room with Christian. Um, that, to me, is the only... Unless Adam was playing it off before, like, oh, I have to pretend like I don't have my memories. But then again, why would he do that? We still don't know what's going on in Vegas. We don't know... Um, like he, We do know that um, Adam hired somebody. He Well, I don't know if he hired the person, but he has a team in Las Vegas. He had them have um like find a like a fall guy so that they could blame somebody for shooting him one of the predictions i had read last week was that they they um that was going around was that this whole entire shooting entire shooting business had been orchestrated by adam and that he did it we don't know why but he did it um for a purpose and it kind of seems like it's that way considering adam hired somebody well, we don't know if hired. I'll say that. I'll take that back again. Um, considering Adam basically arranged it so that there would be a fall guy to make it look like some man had shot him, some man or woman. We don't know yet. Um, and Paul finds this guy. He's in custody. But Paul, surprisingly, he's been really, uh, you know, kicking butt lately in the detective work department. Something is not adding up to him. So instantly Paul isn't buying this and he kind of senses that Adam's up to no good and kind of playing the system and for whatever reason hired somebody to be the fall guy. Um, let's see. 
Sharon, Todd Beaton says, Sharon and Ray move in too fast. They just started dating. Yeah, we will talk about that. Aaron Brody, Adam was so funny. I need $500,000 to leave town. Doesn't he have that big bag of money? Yeah, we don't even know why he has that big bag of money. He told Sharon it was to help him in case he got stranded. So why does he need $500,000 on top of this money? Unless this money is not his and he's hiding it for somebody else and all of his people are going to come back into town and we're going to figure out, okay, like, here comes the crime and Adam's the one with, you know... Uh, bringing them all in. Uh, Todd Beaton, Victoria knows about money. Aaron Brody, right, he's got that big bag of money, so why does he need $500,000 to leave town? He has money. Yes, he does. Why? And then it's, we're not even sure if he wants to leave town. He keeps talking about how, okay, change of plans, I'm staying. So why? Like, what is it? What is the re? What's the motivation behind going to Victor, or not Victor, Nikki and Victoria and basically, you know, trying to work them up. Um, but then Nick kind of figures it out, too, that it's it's more because he wants, Adam wants Victoria to look bad in front of Victor so that maybe Adam can kind of get in more with Victor and kind of steal her role. That kind of makes sense to me, and I could see Adam trying to manipulate everybody, especially based on how we know he could be in the past. Um, but this, I'm still, I still think there's more to it than that. Uh, Demo, Christian has no connection to Adam. He's been raised by Nick and needs to stay there. Yeah, that poor kid. I think we all say this every week or any week that Christian comes up. He has had such a confusing life and he's such a little kid. Like, he's still so little. Let him stay with Nick. Nick's the one who really wants to raise him the right way. So let him stay with Nick. Yes. Before we end up with another child who ends up very traumatized by the changing of hands and having too many different parents. Um, Demo. Sharon looking at Adam like he's a snack. <laughs> you okay. So can we talk about that? So Sharon obviously has feelings for Adam. And I didn't know that it went that deep. I wasn't watching the soap when um, Adam was on before. So the only thing I've seen are reruns. And from the reruns I watched, I thought that Chelsea and Adam are the two that really belong together. And that was like the deep love. But I've never seen, I've, I'll have to go back and watch, but I've never seen Adam and Sharon together before. Not that it would help much now because it's obviously a different actor and, it, and there's going to be different energy between them. But uh, just the fact that it, just the way that Sharon is playing this now, there is, I am foreseeing cheating in the future. And <laughs> I feel like Sharon is not going to stay faithful to Ray. And that the way that Adam is with her now, he has this pull over her. When she heard the gunshot, she instantly ran to Adam. She didn't even, like, she heard the shot. I don't know if she, like, the way that the ranch is laid out, maybe she's the closest one to Adam. I'm not sure. But she just instantly knew it was him. She rushed to him. She, yeah, there's there's too much chemistry there for nothing to happen. Um, Demo, Adam's shady, but that is why, that is what Lionar needs, a good villain. Dulaman, Adam is super sketch. Yeah. Um, Todd Beaton, Victor gave Adam Victoria's job. Demo, poor Ray, guy is going to be left in the dust. Aaron Brody, right, Demo, Sharon was acting like Mariah Carey this week. I don't know him. 
<laughs> Interesting. And then Simone Francois, I can't get behind Sharon Adam. He gaslit her and made her think her baby died. Yeah, like I am not saying that that she should be with Adam at all because he seems like bad news. In a re- in a in a in a healthy world, she would just stay with Ray because she finally got to be with him, and Ray is good to her, and he will not manipulate her or gaslight her the way that Adam most likely will. But we all know that that is probably too happy of an outcome for YNR and for soaps in general. So, in a couple weeks from now, she's going to be hooking up with Adam. That's my guess, uh, especially the way that she's acting around him. Either that, or Ray is just not going to like it, and he's going to sense that there's something. There's, like, a deeper emotion that she's feeling toward him. Um, Demo, Ray should get with Abby. That would be interesting. And then Aaron says, Ray should have left town with me and Arturo. He's about to be left behind. Yeah. So, <laughs> thank you guys for being um, so active in the chat right now. This is, um, I always say this, you guys are my amazing co-hosts. Um, we, I just wanted to take a moment to say thank you to you guys and for making us the ESPN of TV talk for us to continue to grow. We could definitely use your help. We have a ton of different, um, channels on here. We have the AfterBuzz sci-fi, AfterBuzz drama, pretty much anything, any genre you could think of, we've got it. So if you could definitely like our channels, follow us, give us a rating on iTunes, leave us a comment anywhere. It definitely helps, and I always will read your comments aloud on the air. So definitely go ahead and do that. Let me know that you did, and I'll give you a super special shout-out for doing so. So thank you again, everybody, for being a part of AfterBuzz TV. It's meant so much to me because you guys have given us a place to talk about the shows that we enjoy so much and it's an outlet to analyze the characters and why they do what they do instead of just being at home thinking about these things I can come here and actually you know (laughs) vocally express myself so thank you all for making us um, who we are and thank you for supporting us and what we love it is now that time for us to take calls So the line is open, the number to dial in if you would like to be on the show, and if you're listening live, so it is 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on May 26th, so if you're listening live, the number is 424-354-8302, the number, again, is 424-354-8302, and I just want to read some of the amazing comments we just got in the chat, Um, we have... uh, uh, Mary, we love you, Rachel. Thank you, Mary. Uh, Demo, Rachel's the best. I feel so loved right now. Aaron Brody, um, as soon as Sharon saw Adam this week and she started acting weird, I said to myself, did Sharon take her medication this week? And then uh, Demo said, we heart, heart, Rachel. Aaron Brody, we love you, Rachel. Susan Russo, heart. Um, and Aaron Brody says, oh, phone call. So yes, if you guys want to call in, the line is now open. Thank you so much for your love and support. It means so much to me. And it's time to move on. We've got this week had a lot of little plot lines. Adam was the big one. Um, the other kind of big one I would say under that is Ray and Sharon moving in together. So we kind of have that right around the time that we saw. Um, first, we kind of Ray learned that Mia and Arturo were leaving town. So that is worth mentioning again. 
as this is happening, Lola and Kyle, as they started to do last week, they're looking for a place. They've been going all over and no kitchen is good enough. But wait, there is a good kitchen. The kitchen she has with Ray. But if only we could move in there. Conveniently, Ray works something out with them so that they can have the apartment. And first of all, Lola saying that that kitchen is so amazing. She's a gourmet chef. No offense to that kitchen. I'm sure it works very, very fine. But for a gourmet chef to be, like, um, so emphatic... Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt, Rachel. We actually do have a call. Oh, and we have a caller on the line. Put him in right now. Thanks for calling in. Who do we have on the line? Hi, Rachel. This is Demo. Hey, Demo. Thanks for calling in. So I was talking about uh, Lola and Kyle. What? How do you feel about them at this point? I honestly think that they kind of just need to go their separate ways. I think they're just, they've had a lot of drama with the whole summer situation. And I think if maybe they just take a break and see other people, maybe if they are meant to be, they could get back together, like, eventually down the road. Yeah. But I think they need to just kind of just call it quits for it, now. Yeah, it's just, to me, Kyle obviously cares for her, but I don't know that they're mm-hmm. right together. I feel like Lola, like, is kind of changing for Kyle. Like, she's not really being herself. I feel like she's kind of adjusting her personality and who she is as a person to make Kyle happy. Yeah. You know, as opposed to what she was before. She was kind of staying true to herself. But I think she's kind of desperate to keep Kyle, that she's willing to just change who she is just so that she can stay with him. Yeah, and even in how they are together when they're looking for apartments, you can just tell they are looking for two completely different things. And they have two. Yeah, I think it's just because, like, oh, sorry. Oh, no, go ahead. I think it's just because Kyle just is, like, he's used to living in, like, luxury and, you know, nice things, and she's just a little bit more modest and simple. Yeah. So I think that when they're trying to look for an apartment, they kind of clash because it's two totally different styles of how they want to live, you know? So that's going to be a, a, make some issues in their relationship. Yeah. And she even had to bring up the $5,000 purse. And at least Kyle is getting it now and he's sort of bending a little bit, but they're just, they're yeah. very, very different. And um, I think that for yeah. him to still be married too. I think it's just hard because it was like he was raised in the Abbott lifestyle of just like luxury. So I feel like that's just kind of like ingrained in him. And I feel like she kind of wants him to change that and about who he is. But it's just hard because I think that he was raised that way. And it's like, this is who I am. And it's like, I think maybe Kyle probably feels like you're not really accepting of who I am. And you're, he's, She's changing, she's trying to change for Kyle, and then she kind of also wants Kyle to change for her, to be more like her. Yeah. So that's the kind of the dynamic I see between them that's maybe going to have, you know, some issues in their relationship. Yeah, and I, I've heard the rumor that Summer is going to have another love interest, but I feel like she's going to keep coming back, even if she's not actively pursuing Kyle. Um, I just feel like she's yeah. always going to be something that breaks Lola and Kyle up. I would feel like I would want maybe Summer to be with Finn. Like, I thought yeah. maybe that could be cool because, you know, he kind of, he really hasn't been on the show a lot consistently recently. So maybe she could get with him and maybe Kyle will get jealous and then 
they could have something going on with that, just maybe to get her away from the whole Kyle Lola storyline and kind of have her branch off and do her own thing. I think that would be really interesting to see. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. And I think that um, it's so it's curious too. The, the other thing, and this is kind of directly related, so we have Ray and Sharon jumping in just as fast. Yeah, I don't, definitely don't really see that lasting because it's like it's, it's obvious that they're pushing her towards Adam. Yeah. And it seems like Ray is kind of going to get left in the cold, which I feel pretty bad because it's like he risked his police career to save her. And it's like he lost his career and put everything in jeopardy on the line for her. And then now he's with you and now you're just going to, this, you know, your ex comes back and you're going <laughs> to, you know, try to get with him. who He's still legally married to Chelsea. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't feel like she's factoring that in. Like he still has a wife and a child. So it's like he has a whole family and you're trying to get into a relationship with him. That's what you were doing with Ray when Ray was married to Mia. So she's kind of making the same mistakes all over again. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to end well for Sharon either. I don't think so. I think she's going to end up single. And that eventually, I, ideally, I want to see Sharon with Nick. That's like my end game couple. Yeah. yeah. I the problem with Nick is I just feel like every time she's with somebody else, he'll always jump in and say, Oh, I'm protecting you for the kids. But it's really because <laughs> he's jealous. Yeah. You know, and it's like, Oh, it's for the kids. But it's like, No, it's you're jealous. And you don't, you don't, he doesn't really like seeing her with another guy and being happy. He always has to kind of meddle and say, You know, this isn't, this guy's not right for you. I mean, she, you know, he does, he does it with Ray. He did it with when she was with Scott. So it's like he has a pattern of this type of behavior where it's like he wants to have control over who Sharon is involved with. But I feel like he kind of just needs to just worry about his own life, you yeah. know, quite frankly. I agree. Well, thank you, Demo, so much for calling in. Okay, thank you. And you're doing a great job on the show. Oh, like, thanks. all the people in the chat really love you, Rachel. Thank so you're you. Doing, like, awesome. <laughs> I love you guys, too. Thank you for calling in. Okay. Bye, Demo. Good- you, too. Thank you so much, Demo. So, uh, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about Ray and Sharon, and then we'll move into our next topic. Um, so... Hubby Joe says they both have good jobs and can't find an apartment. Talking about Kyle and Lola. That is a really good point because it can't. Lola is now a chef at a restaurant. She can't be doing too badly yet. Here, I question how much. I mean, it could just be that Kyle has a lot of money saved away from being part of the Abbots. But in terms of what he's actually making, it. I don't know how much an entry-level associate would make compared to a gourmet chef who is the gourmet chef of a restaurant, it's got to be, I would assume Lola's actually making more, but even if she isn't, it couldn't be like that far off in their salaries. Yet the way that Kyle was talking to her, he kept saying he was going to front the money. Um, Well, not front it, but like take care of the difference if need be, which could be because of his inheritance and every, all the money he has from being part of such a wealthy family but in terms of what they're actually bringing home I don't know they probably are pretty equal now um 
Aaron Brody says, hey, we're talking about Adam right now, Scott, uh, Scotty. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, somebody came in. Scott Holston. Hey, Scott. Welcome to the chat. Um, yeah, well, we were touching on Adam. Now we're talking about Lola and Kyle and Ray and Sharon a little bit. Um, <laughs> Scott Holston. Lola is a chef, but she burned dinner. I won't be eating at society. Yeah, that, I questioned that, too. That almost made it to the law moment. The fact that, I mean, I think that they fell asleep, but still, how do you burn dinner if you are a gourmet chef? I don't know. I guess, I guess we all have our moments. Um, Demo, I feel like Kyle has to have a trust fund. He cannot have money problems. Yeah, I don't think he has money problems either. Um, but look, but Ray and Sharon. So we were kind of touching on them, how Ray is definitely going to get left behind at some point. Um, and the big thing with them was making sure that Faith was okay with their living arrangements. And the reason I want to mention that is because Faith had a really good line when she met Ray for the first time. Um, she she talks to Ray. They're playing with a drone, and it it, it almost hits the um, trees. And Faith basically says, that's how I feel like my mother is sometimes. She's moving so quickly that she's going to get caught and hurt. And she basically was giving Ray this warning, like, don't hurt my mother. She's very kind. And if you do, like, I will, you know, you will have, well, not not exactly like this, but I sort of felt like even though Faith is a preteen, I felt like she was the adult in the situation, the more rational one. And Faith has been through a lot with Sharon and her choice in people. So I feel like Faith just doesn't want to get hurt and doesn't want to attach to somebody when she knows that next, you know, next week there's going to be somebody new or like in a couple months there will be somebody new. So, um, yeah, we are, uh, we're still taking calls, by the way, if anyone wants to call in. But let's move into, uh, we had some drama with Elena. Uh, it wasn't that much more so with Anna and um, Tessariah. We'll get there in a second. Elena um, and Devon, what we basically had with them is that Devon did not want to handle everything going on with the will of uh, Neil. And he just didn't want to, like to him, it was saying goodbye. And meanwhile, we had Elena talking about uh, if Jet ends up leaving, that she might go with him. And Devon and Elena agreed, oh, yeah, no, we don't, it wouldn't, we wouldn't like that. And so Elena ended up deciding with Devon that if Jet does leave, Elena's going to stay. So we see them kind of growing. While everything is kind of going in a good direction with them, we have everything going on with Tracy. Um, We had some Dina issues. And, you know, I'm sorry I'm kind of jumping a little bit here, but it's, aside from those, like, main plot points, these were kind of, like, smaller, so there isn't much to mention. But with Tracy, um, we can mention Dina. We can mention how she's with Dina. She's, Tracy's still writing her book, still having fantasies about Kane. Um, Dina is really taking a turn for the worse, and as Tracy's writing, Dina has an episode doesn't remember where the bathroom is, doesn't remember anything, and keeps screaming about how she wants to go home. So Jack and Tracy end up making the executive decision that now is the time they need to start looking into um, homes for Dina. And I feel like that's the best choice because people, unless you are trained in that department handling people with dementia, it is a very challenging thing to know how to handle it. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't make you a bad son or a bad daughter um, or it doesn't make you a bad family member if you 
don't know how to handle someone who has dementia dementia or Alzheimer's, but um, it, it doesn't mean that you're that you're being that you're mistreating them or badging them just because you don't know what to do. But there does come a point when you need a professional to step in and watch them 24-7 and have them in a home so that they are okay and so that they're safe from themselves. Um, I mean, Tracy has a career. Jack has a career. Tracy's busy writing her book. And this one time I'm saying this, I am not trying to, you know, bring up the fact that Tracy's always talking about writing. But Tracy, like she's so involved in what she's doing that she's not going to be able to watch Dina the way that Dina needs. And so it, there's no shame in sending Dina to a place where she will have professionals watching over her and protecting her for her, from herself. Um, Hubby Joe, the Tracy and Kane storyline is awful. It makes no sense. Uh, <laughs> all right, let's jump to that. So, Jack and Tracy make the executive decision that they are going to send Dina to a home. Kane comes in. Kane ends up going for a walk with Tracy. And it kind of, in a way, it does seem like it's like this meet, not meet cute, but like it's this kind of like, oh, they're kind of getting to know each other more. Not more because they already know each other, but there's, it, it, it feels kind of cute to me. And like last week, we looked up the age difference Tracy's not that much older than Kane. So, I mean, I get it. The energy of the two actors is more like Kane looks up to her like a motherly figure. So that is kind of weird. But in terms of the actual age difference, it's not that great. So um, if they do end up getting together, it's not like they're breaking a, like some crazy rule or like, you know, yeah. Uh, not that there's a rule that you have to be a certain age to date somebody if you're over 18. Um, but Kane, so Tracy ends up going on a walk with Kane and in her fantasies, they end up making out and they don't tell you that it's a fantasy. You don't really have any indication until all of a sudden the camera backs out and then you see that it's not actually happening. And Tracy's like, yep, gotta go. Bye. (laughs) And like, she races away from him. Oh my God. I don't know what they're going to do with this. I mean... I don't sense that Kane wants to be with her romantically, but it would be kind of cool if it happened. Like, I I don't know. Like, I'm kind of torn about this. It would be kind of cool, but at the same time, I think I'd have to get, like, like, adjust because previously I did see Tracy as being more like that motherly figure to him and helping him with Lily, and I didn't even realize they were that close until this whole situation. Um, But... Tracy is writing a book, you know, and the book that she's writing, Kane is the starring actor. So, of course, she's going to think about him. She's getting to know him in a deep level because he's one of her characters. And she's one of her characters. (laughs) As we see in her, like, in, like, everything that she's daydreaming as she's writing this book. Um, Todd Beaton, Tracy is young, then Ashley was born in 1960. Uh, Aaron Brody, Tracy is like 70 and Kane is like 40, lol, ew. No, I think that when we looked it up last time, it was um, that the actor who played Kane was born in like the 70s. And I think that the woman who pre- who plays Tracy, I think that Kane is 71 and the woman who plays Tracy is like 59, 1959 or 1960. So it isn't that, like, maybe the age difference seems greater than what it is because of how the... Like, I don't know, like, the way that they they look on screen, maybe. I'm not sure. But 
it, like technically it's not that bad. <laughs> um, okay, so Scott Holston, nobody complains when when old AF Victor goes after younger women. Let Tracy get hers. I agree with you, Scott. Thank you. Or how about the fact that Jack was dating Carrie? Carrie could not have been. She probably is older than me. Okay, so I'm I'm 31. And Carrie was probably in her early 30s dating Jack. And, I mean, come on. Like, nobody was complaining about that. So I don't really see what the issue would be with Tracy and Kane either. Even if there was a huge age difference, let a woman who's older get with a younger guy. I don't know if it's ever happened on YNR, but all I'm saying is that it wouldn't be a huge deal. Okay, so let's go ahead and get to our lol moment. (laughs) i had two this week i had victor shaking his fists as he was telling adam that he's a newman i thought that was hilarious he was like you're a newman my boy and it was just hilarious um the other thing was that i had was when faith was using the drone and saying how she feels about her mom i mentioned this earlier um and that she's going to take a she's gonna hit a tree because she her mother is going to hit a tree because she's too nice um, oh, and Hubby Joe has um, verified Kane. The actor playing Kane was born in 71. Tracy was born in 58. Thank you. Um, Scott Holston, Jack is up there in age, too. For some reason, I don't see Jack as old as Victor. I don't either, but um, I, Jack, the actor who plays him, is younger than Victor. I remember we looked this up, but it isn't, it's like a 14-year age difference. Because um, when, back when we were trying to figure out if Victor could ever possibly be Jack's father, that whole DNA test situation. Yeah, there's like a 14-year age difference between Victor and Jack. But um, Todd Beaton says Carrie was born 1989, same year when actor who plays Jack started. Oh, okay. So Carrie is younger than me. So just a mess. So there's food for thought. If she was born in 89, I'm 31. So basically, let's just guess that um, at this point she's turning 30 at some point. Uh, yeah, so if she hasn't turned 30 yet, then Jack was dating a woman in her late 20s. I don't know. Um, okay, we actually have news this week. After TV news. So, Melissa Ordway, the actress who plays Abby, she had an entire article out there with TV Insider where they interviewed her about her character and Abby's love likes and everything going on. Um, Melissa Ordway had to say about Abby, it's interesting, people get upset because the show will pair guys with Abby and then they go away. I'm not sure if Abby's found her true love yet. I've gotten to work with a lot of amazing guys over the years, and so I'm thankful to have developed some nice friendship. Jason is one of my dearest friends. I love him so dearly. It broke my heart that Arturo cheated on Abby. I was hoping that maybe she'd forgive him, but that would not be Abby-like at all and then there's another part of the article where she goes into how um, they ask her if her character can relate to Adam at all and she goes partly she sees now that Victor's trying to include Adam in the things but she doesn't feel that she's getting the same respect Abby doesn't get that same warm welcome all of Victor's children share a bond in that they're all his kids he's a legend in Genoa City and Eric Braden is a legend all over the world they're always trying to live up to being his children and one of the biggest things is that um, Abby was talking about her podcast um, and that was one um, that was why they did this interview was because she wanted to share one tribe co- podcast 
podcast, which is um, a resource that they're developing to help encourage and support families with hearts for adoption and foster care. So if anyone wants to find out more information on Abby's podcast, um, you can go to at One Tribe Podcast on Instagram for more information there. Um, Before we wrap up for the week, let's go to our predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. Okay, so, Adam, let's start there. (laughs) I love that music. Let's start with Adam. We all know he's up to no good. Um, I'm predicting that he... I I don't think he actually had his memories. I think that he really, truly did get them after getting shot. Uh, I still think that Chelsea is maybe the person who shot him. She's already, she already fled. So, and we know that she's coming back. It would make sense if Chelsea was the person to do it. So that's my prediction. That was my same prediction as last week. I'm sticking with it. Chelsea shot Adam. That is our JR in this situation. Whether she will be tried is another situation, is another point altogether. I don't think she will be, but I think it's her deep down that, and I think Adam knows. I think he lied when he said he did not see the person. I think he saw her, and I think he knows she's back, and I think that um, Nick, it's coinciding with Nick trying to get in touch with her. Um, I don't think that Nick or Victoria is going to give Adam that money, the $500 million. so that's another prediction. Um, <laughs> Tracy and Kane, will they or won't they? <sighs> that's my last prediction. You know what? I'm just going to throw it out there. Yes, it's going to happen. Maybe not right away. Like, maybe Kane will be like, uh, what? Gross? No. Like, because he isn't expecting it. But and not gross because of her, just gross because it's, you know, he doesn't see her that way yet. But I think once it comes out, I think maybe he'll reconsider and then maybe eventually let go of Lily. Uh, let's, let me check in with the chat before we wind up here. Uh, <laughs> Scott Holston, Law, Rachel, you and Jack could have been a couple. That is a negative. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Hubby Joe, Peter Bergman, born 1965. Eric Braden, born 1941. So, yes, that would be a 14-year age difference. Um, Scott Holton, Holston, they write Abby like she's 21. That's the problem. Yeah, they do. Um, Aaron Brody writes Scotty that part. Scott Holston, I think Chelsea was the one who shot Adam, too. Aaron Brody, I think Chloe shot him. That was another um, prediction that um, actually um, we had gotten kind of, you know, that was kind of the consensus. It's either Chelsea or Chloe. It would be cool if it was Chloe. We know Kevin's coming back, so could be. Um, Hubby Joe, no! I don't know what that no is to, but I wanted to say it. And then Scott Holston, they will. And then grinning face, grinning face. Okay, so on... To wind things up here, my name is Rachel Goodman. You can find me on Twitter at Rach Goodman. You can also find me on Instagram at Rachel Radner Author. As I was mentioning in the chat, I am also a writer. And no, I don't say that to sound like Tracy, but yes, I am a writer. I will be publishing, self-publishing my books uh, probably sometime in 2020. So if anyone wants to go to my my own writing readers group page, you can go to Facebook forward slash groups, forward slash Rachel Radner. That is my writing pen name. I would be glad to have anybody there. Thank you so much for tuning in. You guys are amazing. I am excited to be back next week. Until then, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend and have a wonderful Monday.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 